Hello and welcome back to Living Well, your podcast sponsored by Live Well Seniors, Senior Living Solutions. And um, normally we have Rhonda as our guest. And today we have Gwen Tombergs, and she's going to talk with us about something that a lot of people are thinking about right now, and that is decluttering, spring cleaning, uh, and how that pertains to um, having a senior, having someone, uh, an older folks, folks that. Uh, you know, you may be taken care of and uh, you may be having to address that issue, whether they're moving into an assisted living facility or whether, you know, they're just, they're staying in their home. But you just want to help them declutter a bit. So we're going to talk about that today with Gwen. Gwen, thanks so much for uh, being on the show. Thanks, Sean. Love being here. Awesome. Now, you run Fresh Start Living. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Fresh Start Living before we uh, get started on the decluttering aspect of things? You bet. So Fresh Start Living QC is actually my own company. I work part-time for Rhonda with Livewell Seniors, so I'm always helping seniors find senior living options, um, no matter if they need independent assisted memory or nursing home. And so a lot of times seniors don't have anyone to help them move or their family doesn't live here or their family says, mom and dad don't listen to me. Will will you please help them? Mm So that's where my Fresh Start Living QC jumps in. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I do is um, I can help personalize everything that they need. I can help them pack. I can help them move. I can help them unpack. I can get their telephone line moved if they're using a landline. Um, Obviously, I work with more than just seniors. If somebody is younger, what I find is that they are decluttering their house or they're getting their house ready for sale. Mm -hmm. And so they just don't want to do it alone. Sometimes you look around your house and it's so overwhelming that you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know where to start. I just need help. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when it's somebody who's, you know, just say under 50, um, I might go in there and we start with one room and we declutter. And my my philosophy is if you've touched it and you're not going to keep it, let's get it out of the house in your car or let's donate it or let's dispose of it if it's not uh, donatable. Mm -hmm. So so that's kind of what I do. Now, how can people get a hold of you if they want to, you know, enlist your services? Well, easily uh, easily they can email me if they want, Gwen at FreshStartLivingQC.com or my cell phone, 563-343-2058. Um, it's, uh, my Gmail is Gwen Tombergs at Gmail, so I, I'll answer to all of them. So you can find me by, by even Googling FreshStartLivingQC. Awesome. And let's talk a little bit about decluttering. Obviously, you know, here we are in March, early March, and I know a lot of folks will start thinking about spring cleaning as um, the weather becomes nicer on a consistent basis as opposed to just for one day. Um, A lot of people will kind of get those screens on and open up the windows and they'll want to start, you know, decluttering, moving things out, donating to Goodwill or what have you. Um, How do people get started? in regard to this um whether it's you know helping out uh, a senior whether it's helping out someone older in their own family or just you know someone like me or you who you know is ah, i want to just declutter the house how do how do you get started typically with that well i'll start with the seniors first because um a lot of seniors are looking, you know, this what this winter really wasn't horrible. It was really cold, right. but but snow-wise and ice-wise, but you know, when when somebody is looking at leaving their house or their condo and they want to go into a senior community, um, you know, first and foremost, I say 
Uh, if you want to give some items to, uh, to your family members, get that done first. Mm-hmm. Because once it's gone, it's gone. So if, you know, and, and also let them enjoy it while you can see them enjoy it. Right. I think that's really important. Um, but then I say, unless you need your house money to live on, and some people do, they need to make sure that house can get sold as soon as possible so they can have that cash. But if you are not in that situation and you can um, take your time selling your house, the first thing I say is move. Mm-hmm. Go move. Get settled. Know that if you forgot something, it's still back at the house. Or guess what? You thought that was going to fit and it doesn't fit. So then you move it back to the house. Mm-hmm. So then everything you take out of your house that you're now in your new place, especially if you're in a senior community, you're in a one or two bedroom apartment, and now you realize all that le- that stuff left at your house, you don't even need it. You don't even want it. Mm-hmm. You don't even know where to put it. Um, you just had space before that you had you know, all this stuff that you didn't really need. So then what we do is we go back and we attack the house and say, okay, what can you what can you sell? What do you want to donate? And then what do you want to just dispose of? And then your house is going to get ready for sale. That's such an interesting phenomenon when you start when you stop to think about it. The things that we accumulate over the passage of life and then you get to the point where you, you know, sort of want to discard them and, and move along. What are a lot of the things I mean when I think about that, when I think of moving from a larger space to a smaller space, first thing I think of is furniture. There's only a limited amount of, of space you have for furniture. What is furniture one of the biggest things that people have to stop and think about, or are there other things that people typically um, maybe you know don't think about as being sort of you know big space taker uppers that they need to dispose of or, or, or deal with? You know, it's interesting because um, furniture, china, mm-hmm. you know, things that mean a lot to somebody, especially a senior, because it was grandma's or great grandma's or you know, my mom or whatever. And when they go to ask their kids if they want it and the kids all say no, mm-hmm. they don't want it. It doesn't mean that to them like it does to right. the senior especially. And so that is the hardest thing because then they want to move everything. And, you know, one of the one of my services is to go to their new place and measure and make sure their furniture is going to fit. Mm-hmm. And... And so, you know, then it comes down to the hard decision because, um, you know, a lot of it is antiques. And mm-hmm. so are you going to sell the antique or are you going to donate the antique? Like um, places like Habitat will will take this and be able to make money off of it. And then that can go build a house for uh-huh. someone. So um, that's probably furniture, china, collections, mm-hmm. Hummel collections, Stein oh, collections. Gosh, yes. The kids don't want them and that hurts their feelings and they don't know what to do with them. Uh-huh. And that's the, you know, when I when I Google and, and ask my antique friends, mm-hmm. antique dealer friends, they're like, well, that'll be worth about a quarter or 50 cents and they probably spent hundreds of dollars on it. So right. that's one of the hardest. That is kind of an interesting phenomenon. I've read about that too and I, I think about that myself. I remember when my grandparents passed away and you know my parents said oh well you know grandma and grandpa wanted you to have this and it was something along those lines where it was kind of like oh okay and honestly i mean there were maybe one or two things i kept as mementos things in particular that reminded me of them but a lot of the other stuff i really had didn't really have much use for you know i didn't you know it didn't really fit 
in with the decor of my place or wasn't anything that I was exceptionally attached to. And as you mentioned with China and things of that nature, people just don't use those things as much anymore. And you see that more and more in stories where a lot of the things that at one point were heritage items that were passed on that were heirlooms, People no longer think of that anymore. They don't, you know, it's just a very different type of society now. Um, Is that something that you see a lot as well? And also, what do you do with those things? I mean, is is there any sort of market for a lot of that stuff out there still? Are there still people that are out buying fine china on ebay or or what have you because i know hummels sometimes can go you know depending on what it is can go for a decent price on on ebay do you see that a lot or is the collector's market pretty much dried up no you know it's interesting because if you have the time Mm -hmm. and that's the key right if you have the time or someone in your life that has the time to go and research it and try to find the best price you know, go for it. Right. So I've had a few clients that asked me to sell some things that were unique. I usually don't do that because I'm on a dead run every day. Mm-hmm. And then you have a you have to do a lot of research. Then you have to take pictures and you have to write the description and all this other stuff. So you know, if they really really want to sell something and they have somebody who can help them, great. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, just like anything, everybody wants a deal out there. And right. so when you're when you're selling the antique table and and you think it should be five hundred or seven hundred dollars and the per, the first offer was a hundred, right. if you even got a hundred, right. and then it's like, okay, how long do you want to wait? Are you going to take the price down? And mm-hmm. that's that time issue. So, um, but you know, again, it's all in the timing of how fast you want to move or declutter and what's your timeline because that's where you say, nope, just get this out of here. I'm ready to move. What's left is left. Donate mm-hmm. it. Or, you know, again, I try to donate as much as I can. Right. Um, are there any consignment shops or anything around here in the Quad Cities that you would recommend in regard to that or that you utilize yourself? I know that um, Once and Again in Bettendorf mm-hmm. is a consignment shop that does furniture. And um, there are a couple of more out there. It just depends if you have a favorite, like even with donations for clothing. You know, somebody may say to me, I don't care where you take it. And somebody else might say, nope, I want mine to go to the discovery shop right. um, or dress for success and, and, you know, specify where they want those donations to go. So I always ask because if it means that much to them that they want it to go somewhere special, then it should. Mm-hmm. You know, they're helping out a, a nonprofit that they're, dear, they're near and dear to. Um, how do you begin these sort of uncomfortable conversations with older folks who – there, they're attached to their stuff, or you know, maybe time to consider you know moving into a different uh, type of living situation. Um, they might not want to leave those things behind. How do you have those uncomfortable uh, and sensitive conversations? You know, it's interesting because. Um First of all, it's almost like you have a psychology degree um, Mm -hmm. a lot of times during conversations about stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have, um, I call them extreme collectors, Mm -hmm. and they don't want to part with anything. So what we do is we, we make three three decisions. It's a, I don't want that at all, I'm going to think about it, or that absolutely has to go with me. And so when you have those three piles or, you know, three categories, then it's easier to say, okay, if you hesitated, we're going to put it in the think about it pile. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back at, we're going to come back to that at the end of the day or the end of my, my session with you. Um, and then, then that's where the hard conversations are. Or, or again, if they're not having to, to leave their, like sell their house right away,
away and mm-hmm. it's going to sit there for another week or two or a month, then they can let that stuff stay mm-hmm. and they realize they didn't want it anyway. Right. There's a lot of detachment when you get, get settled in your new place because they didn't even realize they were living in such clutter till they go somewhere that's nice and neat and uncluttered. Right. And then all of a sudden they're happy. It's mm-hmm. a satisfying feeling. So. It's an interesting phenomenon. Um, what, uh, aside from that, what are some other things that you recommend in terms of uh, decluttering, in terms of um, you know starting that spring cleaning? So, um, always start with just one area. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the one of the paralyzing things is when you see the entire yeah. basement or the entire upstairs or your entire attic or whatever. Mm-hmm. You see everything instead of just one thing. Right. So when I go to someone's house, if, if it's a decluttering job, what I do is I say, you know what, what is giving you the most grief here? You know, what is going to make you the happiest if we go ahead and get this straightened out? So they pick one area of the house. And then we do nothing but concentrate on that area. Mm-hmm. So we, I always take before and after pictures, um, try to have them let me have permission to share it because that's what motivates other people. Um, but I share it with them for sure mm-hmm. because they need to see their success. Even if we're only doing half of a room or you know we're just making a dent, depending on how much stuff is in there, mm-hmm. um, they've got to see progress. And again, once you start seeing progress, if, if something is not going to stay in your house, it has to go out in the garage, it's got to go to your car, it's right. got to go to my car, because all you're going to do is push it to another room otherwise, and that's, you know, you don't want that because you're going to feel like you didn't make any headway. Right. Anything else that you'd like to talk about that we have not touched upon in our conversation? I think, um, you know, here's the thing is that in my service with Fresh Start Living QC, sometimes I help people jumpstart projects and then they take it from there. And sometimes they just say, you know what, do the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I just don't even want to touch anything, especially if the kids don't live here and they just say, hey, mom or dad needs help and I just can't do it. Will you just take it all and run with it? Um, so, you know, just some in my tagline is sometimes you just need a helping hand. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just don't be afraid to ask somebody to, for that helping hand, because even if it's just to jumpstart your project or to get that one room done and then you can do the rest of the house, um, that it's all about just getting started so that you feel better about your environment. It's very psychological. When, mm-hmm. you, when you're when you organized and things are cleaned and you know where everything's at, you feel better about yourself. And again, where can people contact you? It's uh, freshstartlivingqc.com is my website. Mm-hmm. Um, Gwen Tomberg's at Gmail if you want something simple. And otherwise, it's 563-343-2058. Awesome. Gwen, thank you so much. Thank you, Sean. And thank you for listening to Living Well, your podcast sponsored by Live Well Seniors, Senior Living Solutions. Again, you can contact Live Well Seniors at livewellseniors.com. That's L-I-V-W-E-L-L, seniors, S-E-N-I-O-R-S, dot com. You can also call them at 563-265-1577. That's 563-265-1577, and they will be happy to help you with any of your needs. I'm Sean Leary. Hope you have a great day.